of seven races to go here. Let's keep our head in this thing. Roll on through, roll on through, same gas. Start your engines and smoke the tires. This is Inside Alabama Racing with your host, Tommy Trader. Here's the reason for this full course yellow that we are under at the moment. Stay with the sports station, WNSP, for NASCAR news, interviews with drivers, crew members, and track officials around the state and around the nation. Fired up, stay on the racetrack if you can, stay on the racetrack if you can. Inside Alabama Racing, brought to you by Wade Distributors, Judy's Place, and Alabama Pipe and Supply. Got a guitar! Hell yeah! Have you seen any of the replay? They have called one of our teammates to the trailer. Oh bye! Now, here's Tommy Prater. Welcome to Inside Alabama Racing. I'm Tommy Prater. Thank you for joining us this evening. It's supposed to have been a real ugly day, but so far all we've seen is sunshine. Hopefully it'll stay that way through the weekend because we have a lot of racing on tap here locally while the big boys are off this weekend for Father's Day. Last weekend it was Sonoma out on the West Coast. Martin Truex Jr. wins an exciting race over on the cup side. Eric Almarillo won the Xfinity race. The trucks were off, and that gave our buddy Grant Enfinger an opportunity to make his first NASCAR Cup Series start, filling in for his teammate. Ryan Priest won the ARCA West race and then locally every howdy had the weekend off but they won't this weekend it's going to be wide open it starts friday night with the pro late models in the trucks at pensacola five flag speedway a young man that we've been following since he was six years old will be double doing double duty this friday night at picola grant thompson will join us in just a few minutes also, Sunny South Raceway will be in action. We'll have a legend car driver that's not 12. He's actually 20-plus. Dylan Lee will join us and talk about his legend car career. And this weekend, the ARCA Series will be at Berlin Raceway in Michigan. Who better than the new GM of Berlin Raceway? Jeff Striegel will join us. We'll have it all right here on WNSP. Is inside Alabama Racing on 105.5 FM and streaming live on WNSP.com. Out of the caution and full speed ahead, here's Tommy Prater. Welcome back to Inside Alabama Racing. I'm Tommy Prater. Thank you for joining us this evening. It's turned into a beautiful afternoon this afternoon. We have a great show for you. In just a few minutes, Dylan Lee is going to join us, legend car driver from Sunny South Raceway, which, by the way, on a programming note, I'll be filling in for Bill Roth this weekend at Sunny South Raceway. Looking forward to that. So we'll see all these guys down there again. And Dylan Lee will be one of the guys that we'll be calling the race for this weekend or races this weekend. Every week, our program is brought to you by Wade Distributors, Alabama Pipe and Supply, 
And, of course, Judy's Place, where Wednesday is always Cobbler Day, and it's always good, and it was especially good today. Programming note, Pensacola will be in action on Friday night with their pro-late models, Sunny South with the, their regular night of activity. And then Eddie Shoemaker, the new promoter at Mobile International Speedway, announced this week that the Speedway will reopen July the 15th. Pro late models, trucks, sportsmen, super stocks, and legacy stocks all in action on July the 15th when MIS reopens. For those of you who are regular listeners to this program, you know we've had a lot of young drivers from Sunny South Raceway on the program, and a lot of them are 5, 6, 8, 10 years old. Uh, tonight's driver is a little bit older than that, but has a great story. And with that, let's bring in Dylan Lee to talk about his driving experience. Dylan, how you doing, man? I'm doing great. How you doing? I'm good. So I, I, I don't know if you heard or not, but I mentioned most of the time we have guys on from Sunny South. They're under 10 years old. You're well north of that. Yeah, I'm 32. <laughs> so, <laughs> a little bit late start to racing, but, you know, better late than never, right? Well, a late start in in the uh, legend cars, but it's my understanding you spent a lot of time working on the spec Miatas and the SCCA deal. Uh, yeah, yeah, the whole thing started, you know, I raced motocross growing up, so I come from a two-wheel background and, you know, decided to stop getting hurt and come to four wheels. <laughs> and I ended up starting in the legend cars last year Brought my legend car to a car show uh, across the Bay in Mobile here and found out that one of the local guys has a race shop that races the MX-5 Cup cars along the international circuit. So I've been able to help him and hop on board with him and, you know, mechanic for him. Uh, we've gone down to Daytona, uh, St. Pete. Uh, a couple weeks ago, we were in Laguna Seca in California, and next week we're going to Watkins Glen. Watkins Glen, one of my favorite uh, stops on the tour. That and Road America are two of my favorite uh, road tracks, road courses out there. So I know you guys will have a good time with that. Is there anything that you learned on working on that car that translates to your legend car at Sunny South Raceway? Uh, I mean, they're, they're pretty different. Uh, you know, one's road course, one's oval. Uh, but, you know, just, just regular maintenance items, I guess. You know, making sure things are tight. Uh, making sure all your fluids are, pop, you know, popped off and all that kind of good stuff. But nothing setup-wise. So it's, it's a learning process in a legend car, for sure, as far as setting up a car. Uh, that's that's rocket science to me. So it's it's a pretty steep learning curve, but I mean I'm I'm getting there. If if I could do it, anybody could. Well, you know, if you if you think about the legend car, you are making it go left all the time, and on the road racing stuff, it's got to go right and left, and that's a huge difference. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'll, I'll eventually probably put my road car, uh, my legend car on a road course. Uh, just got to get the proper setup put on it as well and figure out where to go. Uh, the only place that I can see putting my car on a road course would be in New Orleans uh, or, you know, head up towards Atlanta. 
uh, uh, legend cars do it all. So they'll they'll do asphalt dirt, uh, asphalt dirt and road course. So best of all the world. During the winter, during the winter after their regular summer deal, the fall and winter Atlanta runs the road course for legend cars and bandoleros, and it is a lot of fun. You'll have a good time doing that. Oh yeah, I can't wait to try that out. It's like you know they take and convert the infield over, and it's fun. We raced it a bunch of times and and the guys always enjoyed uh going to make that happen uh last weekend you were at chris motorsports park with a group of other sunny south racers how'd that go how'd you like chris uh the track is amazing uh it's way faster than i thought it was going to be uh i struggled with setup on the car uh you know I, I left the sunny south setup on the car and it didn't transfer over as well so i struggled a little bit on that but to be able to try a new track with familiar faces made it so much more fun than just going out and struggling by myself. So, <laughs> yeah, the other guys did great, so I'm, I'm happy for them. It, it looked like everybody – I didn't see where anybody tore anything up, so that's the start of uh, A-plus weekend. Yeah, we had uh, – one of our Sunny South drivers ended up uh, getting spun out but he never hit anything and was able to get it going again. So yeah, everybody cool. came home with a, with a clean race car. After the last couple of weekends at Sunny South and the Bandoleros, uh, coming home unscathed is a pretty good idea. Are you racing this Saturday night? Oh, absolutely. It's going to be a fun night at Sunny South Raceway. I'm, I'm going to fill in for Bill Roth, who's the normal announcer. He will be in Montgomery. And as I do from time to time, I fill in at Sunny South. So I'm really looking forward to seeing you guys race on Saturday night. Well, we can't wait to have you out there. (laughs) All right, Dylan. Thank you for stopping in, man. I look forward to seeing you Saturday night. Good luck this weekend. Thank you very much. It was a pleasure talking to you. Dylan Lee. Like I told you all before we brought him on, most of our legend car and bandolero drivers are extremely young. At 32, he's not young. He's new to the sport, but not young on the age meter. Because I give Thomas a hard time at 33 all the time now that he's over the hill. When we come back, MRN's booth announcer and the manager of Berlin Raceway, Jeff Striegel, right here on WNSP. Welcome back to Inside Alabama Racing. I'm Tommy Prater. Thank you for joining us this evening. It's turned into a pretty day here on the Gulf Coast. I need to talk to Ed over at Channel 5. He led us wrong again. This weekend, a lot of racing while Cup and everybody else is off. Arca will be at Berlin Raceway in just a few minutes. We'll talk to Jeff Striegel the general manager of Berlin Raceway. Also, Picola is racing Pro Late Models, 100-lapper on Friday night. Sunny South Raceway will be racing on Saturday night. I'm filling in for Bill Roth over there. enjoy going to see my kids in the carts and the bandoleros and the legend cars. Also this week, speaking of racetrack news, Eddie Shoemaker, the new operator at Mobile International Speedway, has announced the track will reopen on July the 15th. Pro late models, trucks, sportsmen, super stocks, 
and legacy stocks all to be in action on the 15th. More dates to come as he gets his schedule put together. Now, a guy who doesn't need add any dates to his racetrack calendar or his personal calendar is our next guest. He's the MRM booth announcer, which most of you have probably heard of him from there. And he's also the GM at Berlin Raceway up in Marin, Michigan. And with that, let's bring in Jeff Striegel. Jeff, how you doing, man? I'm good, Tommy. How are you? I'm good. I, I'm just sitting here thinking, Jeff, and I thought about this all afternoon. In 25 seasons, and this is completely on my behalf, I don't remember ever having you on the show before in 25 years. How in the world have you escaped the quizzing the last 25 because- years? Well, because you haven't asked me. I'm, I'm right here I, I know. I, I, at your I know. second I, call. All you've got to do is pick <laughs> up the phone and say, hey. But I'm, I'm glad to be with you. Uh, it, it really is a pleasure. I know we're thousands of miles apart, but, you know, it, it's just good to be with you, Tommy. We've been friends a long, long time. And obviously, like you just said, you painted a pretty good picture there of, uh, you know, NASCAR is off, so... Let's go short track racing. You're going to do that down south, and we're going to do that up here just outside of Grand Rapids. So Berlin is one of my favorite racetracks. When Thomas was racing every week in the ARCA series, I loved going to Berlin. I loved Marin, Michigan. It was a fun place to go to. There was a little uh, restaurant there that had a racing theme that we ate at all the time. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. I like Michigan beer, too, because it has a higher alcohol content than Alabama beer. I don't know if you're aware of that, uh, but that I, plays in I, I my am. favor. And so when I was looking at this weekend and I was thinking about who to have on the show, and, and it's funny because my driver, Thomas, just absolutely, he and Berlin do not get along at all. Our current points leader in the ARCA series is returning to Berlin. He doesn't get along with Berlin at all. And I said, well, let, let's call Jeff. Let's get Jeff on. And see what's happening to Berlin. Last week, Money in the Bank, Eric Jones, who for our local listeners, he won the 2012-2013 Snowball Derby. He wins Money in the Bank last week, and now y'all coming with the ARCA race. You're a busy guy. Yeah, we got a lot going on, Tommy. There's no doubt about it. We just wrapped up a big super late model show here on Wednesday night that you just pointed out. Eric Jones, who grew up uh, about an hour to the... Uh, east of here, just outside of Lansing, Michigan. So he was able to come home. The first, you know what's funny, Tommy, is the first time that we ever saw uh, Eric Jones show up here. It was with mom and dad and Eric and his super late model. And we tried to determine whether he was 12 or 13 years old at the time. <laughs> and he was here with some kid by the name of Chase Elliott, who was yeah. also that same age. Ryan Blaney was here on that same night, and we all stood here thinking this is probably the future of NASCAR because Bill was here with Chase, uh, Dave was here with Ryan Blaney, and Eric Jones, who was a kid that we really didn't know a whole lot about other than the fact that he was from nearby Lansing, Michigan, or just outside, and we thought, you know what? I think we probably have the future of NASCAR. A.J. Allmendinger was here on that night. Kyle Busch was here on that night. And I believe it was, Tommy, 2012. And we looked up and down Pitt Road, and here are NASCAR stars, Bill Elliott, as an example, with all of their kids. And we thought, you know what? 
this may be the face of NASCAR here in the next five or ten years, and it turned out to be exactly right. Boy, boy, did it ever. And, and, you know, Thomas was teammates with Eric a couple of races over at Venerini Motorsports, and I can remember looking at this guy going, and that's probably 13, 14, right? And I'm thinking, how young is he? Of course, when he won the Snowball Derby, I thought the same thing. I'm standing there in Victory Lane going, what in the world? How old is this guy? But that's that's the way we're headed. And then here he comes back 10 years later and wins money in the bank. Yeah, and, and he did so over a star-studded field. There's no doubt about that. You know, it's funny because we are down. I'm standing in the middle of Pitt Road right now, and there's a 16-year-old kid up and out of the Kalamazoo area that is getting ready to debut at the Berlin Raceway. And he's got his super late model out here, and he's getting ready to take that car back out on the racetrack and go test it, uh, hoping to debut here for the first time next week. Uh, I'm standing next to the car that I own, which is a limited late model, and we're just trying to get better every week. But I, I know that's not why you called. You were talking about a guy that hates this track that is <laughs> on top of the point standings in the Arkham Menard series, and that, of course, is Jesse Love. Now, I will tell you this, Tommy, he may hate it today. I wouldn't be the <laughs> least bit surprised if he loves it comes Saturday night about 11 o'clock because he's going to come in here. He's got experience here. He and uh, William Sawalich is going to be a factor. Uh, we had a couple of guys here running in the money in the bank that ran for Donnie Wilson Motorsports that now have laps on this racetrack, and that's how you get better here because it's a, as you know, Tommy, for those that don't know, you never stop inputting on the steering wheel. Down the front straightaway, down the back straightaway. We call them straights. They're not. They're constantly turning here. So you either understand this racetrack and you win, or you don't understand this racetrack and you hate it. But I wouldn't be the least bit surprised to see uh, William Sawalich, a Jesse Love. Um, you know, those are the guys that are going to win here. Um, we had Sean Hingarani was here. Uh, Gio Ruggiero was here. So these are four drivers that will be running in the ARCA series that are coming back. Uh, and I, I think they're going to be factors to win here on Saturday just because they have laps. And you know how important that is. And, you know, I think, Tom, it took my driver two or three trips to Berlin before he got to be comfortable with berlin and yeah. you know the first thing i tell young drivers when they go there i said well you got to hit the grate coming off of four if you hit the grate you're fine and they look at you and go that old guy has lost his mind and then they call you back after they go and go you know you were right if i didn't hit that grate i wasn't going anywhere <laughs> well I, I gotta tell you that that is gone we have moved I know, that I know. but you're still <laughs> right it's that's it, you know, you're rolling into turn number three, you let the car drift up just a little bit, you cut the thing off turn number four, you point it at the flag stand, you stand on the throttle and hope that the rear tires stay underneath you because, again, you know, you're always inputting on the steering wheel. So, you know, people that have been here before, as you just pointed out, they get it. Um, you know, we always try to tell somebody that's here for the first time, it's like pick out a local whether they're fast or not, and follow them. Because, you know, you, you get to a racetrack, and, and you know this, Tommy, as well as anybody. 
you know, you run down on the bottom of the racetrack and you got your left side tires pinned to the yellow line. You do that here, you're going to be a lap down in about 10 laps. I mean, this is just not how you race the Berlin Raceway. So, you know, there's going to be some market drivers that show up here on Saturday night that don't have laps, uh, and they're going to struggle. I, I, I can tell you this, probably the best story that I have is when Daniel Dye, uh, two years ago, was running in the ARCA series as a rookie. He came up and jumped in a super late model. When he first got in the car, he was terrible. Tommy, he was awful. He wouldn't have qualified in the top 24 in a super late model event. But he had a driver coach from here working with him. And by the time we got into the early afternoon, he would have qualified you know, probably in the top five. He comes back a couple of weeks later and leads 198 laps of 200 and beats Ty Gibbs and picks up his first ARCA Menard Series win. So had he not done that, he would not have been a factor. But the practice times and a driver coach here made all the difference in the world, and he ultimately went on to win the race. It's one of the most unusual places because, you know, no oval is exactly the same at both ends. But Berlin, I would consider one and two a traditional oval. But three and four, the way I finally got Thomas to get his handle around three and four is he attacked it like you attack Indianapolis, the big racetrack, and then there's a corner and a short straight and a corner. And once he started doing that, it, it helped him out a bunch. But you say that on a half-mile racetrack and somebody says, where do you get all that in? Yeah, absolutely right. It's going to be a good one here Saturday, no doubt about it. The Arkham Menard Series, it's going to be on FS1, so people can tune in. For those that don't know what Berlin Raceway is, they can find out on Saturday night. Buddy, thank you for joining us, man. I got to go. Good luck this weekend and continue success with that racetrack up there. You guys are doing an awesome job. Thank you. Let's do it again soon, Tommy. appreciate being on with you. Jeff Striegel, GM of Berlin booth announcer for MRN and a really fun guy to hang out with. Appreciate him joining us on the program tonight. When we come back, Grant Thompson doing double duty at Pensacola Friday night right here on WNSP, part of the sound of Mobile. This is Inside Alabama Racing on 105.5 FM and streaming live on WNSP.com. The only driver that needs the jaws of life to get in and out of his race car. Here's Tommy Prater. Welcome back to Inside Alabama Racing. I'm Tommy Prater. Thank you for joining us this evening. It's turned into a beautiful day. Here in Mobile, our buddy Ed Bloodsworth is still showing rain all around his butt here. It can stay there. Turned into a really nice day here. In just a few minutes, young man is going to be doing double duty this weekend at Pensacola Five Flags Speedway. Grant Thompson will join us. Every week, our program is brought to you by Wade Distributors, Southwest Alabama's flooring leader. Alabama Pipe and Supply, and, of course, Judy's Place, where Wednesday is always Cobbler Day, and it was absolutely delicious today, as usual. Last weekend, not much racing. 
A lot of racing this weekend. As we previewed earlier, Berlin Raceway will have the ARCA race up in Michigan this weekend. Pensacola Five Flag Speedway will have the Pro Late Models and the trucks on Friday night. And we'll talk to Grant about that in just a minute. Sunny South Raceway will be in action on Saturday night. And I'll be subbing for Bill Roth, who is in Montgomery. I think Montgomery this weekend. And then in case you missed it, the new operator at Mobile International Speedway, Eddie Shoemaker, announced that this track will reopen on July the 15th. Pro Late Model, Sportsman, Super Stocks, Legacy, Stocks, and Trucks. And I just got the word that we're still looking for Grant. So, you know, I bet if I text his mama, she can find him. What do you, what do y'all think? You think if I text Grant's mama, Grant Thompson, for those of y'all who know Jennifer, I bet she can get a hold of him. Anyway, we're still working on that. But Eddie Shoemaker has announced the They're going to open again on July the 15th. See, I told y'all, just the mention of the fact that I was getting ready to text Jennifer to tell her son to answer the phone, and boom, he answers the phone and appears. And with that, let's bring in the young guy who's going to do double duty this weekend at Pensacola, Grant Thompson. How you doing, Grant? I'm doing good, Mr. Tommy. How about yourself? I'm great. I was thinking today as I was preparing for the show, when you first, how long we've been covering your career, and I think we picked you up at about age six or seven running Mighty Mites down at Sunny South Raceway, somewhere in that category. I know I've had you in person in a baseball uniform. That'll tell you how far back that goes. Uh, in the studio with us to do the show. Um, and, and you've had quite a, at, at 16, you had a heck of a run. And, and you know, 16 still, you got a lot left in the game, man. Oh, I know. We, we've been doing this for years and years now. And seems like, yeah, you're right, baseball uniform, we got done with like an all-star game or something like that. And we, we've had a. A heck of a career so far, and uh, well, we're not done. We're, we're still trying to keep on going. So we just got to hope the sponsor comes along and fills up our pockets so we can keep doing this sport that we like to call racing. So, <laughs> Well, as we talked about earlier this year, as we left you last year, there was nothing on the books, zero, right? We, we, we're going to have to sit back and watch. And as this right. year rolled around, a full-time truck ride at both Mobile and Pensacola and a pro-late model ride at Pensacola for the big 100-lappers over there. And just overnight, seemed like, you went from zero to hero and had plenty to do. Yes, sir. I mean, I've, I've been blessed to have the opportunities that we've had over the years. And uh, I really thought at the end of last year we wouldn't be doing much racing. And uh, we decided, well, you know, I don't want to – 
sit back and not race, so why don't we race this week in a Ford? And uh, we decided to go pro truck racing again, which uh, has been going very, very well so far this year. We've picked up a couple wins. We uh, just, just this past weekend, we raced at Houston Motorsports Park, and we were passing for the lead and ended up uh, getting collected in, a, in an incident with some lap cars. But uh, it's no big deal. We're working on it right now, trying to get it ready for this upcoming weekend. And uh, also, I'm running the number the number double zero. WW Motorsports Pro Light model, and uh, I'm excited about that as well. I uh, William approached me earlier this year and was like, "Hey, you know, I'll let you drive the car, and uh, let's go try to win some races." And I was like, "Hey, let's do it." So it's been. Uh, you're right. We went from zero to here like that. So um, we've been having a, a really good year so far. So let's break these down one at a time. Let's talk about your Pro Late model ride. Two for two at Pensacola. Three for three this year. In the truck, we've ran three races and two for three. we've won two, two of three. them. And, and this past race, we finished second. And in the light model, second. we ran one race so far, and we, uh, we were running really well and ended up getting caught up in the wall. So, so Grant, stay with me here. When I say we're going to break these down one at a time, don't drift on me. Let's stay on the trucks here, okay? Just, <laughs> just follow with me here, just. Stay with me. We're going to stay with the trucks now. Two for three of the trucks this past weekend. You were at Houston. Had a good truck. Uh, I've seen the video. You guys were running up front, side by side with the leader. Got caught up in a mess that was of, of somebody else's making. And I still think you finished fourth or fifth, didn't you? Yes, sir. We ended up finishing fifth. Well, I say that. We finished fourth after Tech. But uh, yeah, you're right. We, we got caught up in a wreck and uh, ended up coming back up to the field to finish fourth. So I was... I thought we weren't going to finish after the wreck, but we looked at it, and it uh, turns out it wasn't as bad as I thought it was, so we came home fourth at Houston. Yes, sir. I talked to your dad. I've seen the pictures of the car in the shop, and it didn't get the frame, but everything else that hung on the left front looks like it's got to be replaced. <laughs> yes, sir. We uh, we came and looked at it, and uh, the, the clip was okay. A few, uh, few bent angles on the left front tire, a few fenders, so we... We got all of our parts ordered, and they're here, and we're building them as we speak, actually. So um, I think she'll be ready for this weekend. This weekend, you go to Pensacola Five Flag Speedway. You're racing both the truck and the Pro Late model. The truck, Grant, you guys have been extremely strong at Pensacola. It took a gazillion-time champion of both Pensacola and Mobile, who's I guess 40 years old now to beat you at Pensacola last time. What makes you guys so good at Five Flags? Man, we've just been really fortunate enough. We've been doing these trucks for so many years now. We, I think we finally got the hang of how these things work. And, uh, man, we, we work on this thing every night out in the shop just trying to figure out how to make it faster. And, uh, you know, we've raced, we've raced plenty of times now at Pensacola. We've got this thing dialed into where it needs to be. And, uh, I mean, we haven't started any better than six these past few races. Uh, the first race we qualified on the pole and had to start six because of the invert. And then, uh, Tim Bryant has a rule where we, if we win the previous weekend, we have to start six. So, uh, we, that's what we've been doing. We've just been trying to come back up through the field as smooth as we can and not, uh, you know, hit anybody. And, uh, I made it up to second this past race and we were catching the leader. With about six to go, and just ran out of just ran out of laps. So we've been very, very, very good this year, and uh, I think we can uh, we can end this year off with a championship. I hope that's the goal. I'm not going to get ahead of myself, but that's that's the main goal of Pensacola right now in the truck.
So you're also, and, and for folks that think John Thompson is a mild-mannered individual, he is when he's not at the racetrack, right? And so when he's at the racetrack, he, he turns into this other guy that you wouldn't really know versus myself, which my son will tell you, I'm a straight-up, you know what, at the track, away from the track, right? So it's, it's, it's not, not a big deal for Thomas. He's used to dealing with that guy. And my question to you is, is so you got to deal with John Thompson on the truck deal, and maybe the only more difficult person in the world to deal with is William Wombles, who you're driving the late model for. I mean, I, I mean, you're a glutton for punishment or what? Well, I mean, uh, you're right and wrong at the same time. I feel like <laughs> when, when, we, <laughs> when we go to the racetrack and we're fast and we're doing really well, everybody's in a good mood and whenever I mess something up or we do something wrong with the car or, you know, something messes up, then, yeah, we, we get a little agitated sometimes, but it's, it's not nothing we can't fix. So, yeah, I mean, we, we're all we're all fun and games at the shop, and then uh, we get to the racetrack, and, I mean, it's all business, and as long as everything goes well, everybody's a happy camper. Well, that's that's what you got to do, you know, is you got to be a, a happy camper. Uh, and, Absolutely. And, and I, give you a hard, I give you a hard time because – like I said, I, I'm notorious for being a bad parent at the racetrack, right? And, and I'm, <laughs> I, I love to give Thomas a hard time when we're at the racetrack not racing and somebody's hollering and screaming at their kid. I just love looking at Thomas going, man, I don't understand why people can't can't keep their tempers in check when they're at the racetrack. <laughs> Man, tempers get high. I'll tell you what. Even even the driver, even myself, I get aggravated with myself sometimes. It's just, it's just our living nature, I guess, just to get aggravated when we when we do something wrong. Which I think everybody's like that, honestly. <laughs> it, uh, it it you know, and if you if you've not been into racing and you've not tried to do it at the level that you guys are trying to do this, it's really very hard to understand. Because I can tell you when your dad's <laughs> When your dad's mad, normally you're just as mad as he is because we're not having a good night. Absolutely. I mean, that's the thing. When, when I get upset, I tell him something. He gets he gets upset at me because I raise my voice and it just get, it, it escalates back and forth. But at the end of the day, we we know what we got, and and that's how that's just how this, this deal works, man. You go to the racetrack and things just don't go your way. Everybody gets agitated, and it just turns into a into a you know super get high so <laughs> <laughs> now I can tell you since we are not racing full time Thomas is fessed up as to how he puts up with me at the racetrack and he says daddy he says you don't understand when you start hollering and screaming I just turn my radio off <laughs> <laughs> So, so there's your tip for the weekend. Just turn it off. Tip <laughs> four. I might have to try that. All right, bud. Good luck this weekend, man. Hopefully we'll get it in. The weather's looking kind of iffy, but we'll be down there to watch you. And good luck, man. Thank you, Mr. Tommy. I appreciate you having me on the show. You got it. Grant Thompson. And it's hard for me not to say Grant Enfinger. Grant Thompson. Double duty. When we come back, the moose right here on WNSP. Racing. 
on 105.5 FM and streaming live on WNSP.com. Reach up and pull them tight one more time because it's time to get back on the track. Here's Tommy Prater. Welcome back to Inside Alabama Racing. I'm Tommy Prater. Thank you for joining us. Man, what a fun show. Dylan Lee got it started for us. Jeff Striegel. I can't believe that in 25 seasons I've not had Jeff on the show, but I promise you he will be back on a regular basis as much as he'll let me pester him. Grant Thompson doing double duty this weekend. Just a minute to Moose Call. Every week, our program is brought to you by Judy's Place, Alabama Pipe and Supply, and, of course, Wade Distributors. Well, it's the last segment of the show. That means it's time for this week's edition of the Moose Call. Thomas, how you doing, man? I'm good. I'm good. What's going on? So, this weekend, the ARCA Series is going to be at Berlin Raceway. And Jesse next. Love is leading the points. <laughs> and he is next. Yeah. And, <laughs> and the only person I know that dislikes Berlin more than you is Jesse Love. <laughs> yep, next. So, so. We don't even talk about that place. It's kind of like Bruno. So, we don't talk about it. <laughs> so I had Jeff Striegel on instead of Jesse Love. And it was fun having Striegel on because he's a lot of fun. But, uh. I mentioned to Striegel that you were not a big fan of Berlin. <laughs> yeah. And they're yeah, still I mean, not, obviously. No <laughs> and current points leader Jesse Love, same, same deal, different verse. I feel for him. I really do because uh, he's probably got a lot of pressure on him going to a place that he really doesn't like. Only thing that he probably got going for him is, is he's getting maybe to fly out there. You know, I had to drive <laughs> to that damn place. I had to drive up there from Mobile and drive back. What a smile on my face! And, and get beat up the entire time you were there. Yeah, I mean it's just terrible. <laughs> Everything about it's terrible. Great, great facility. Just don't like the track. <laughs> And just so you'll know, Striegel told me a little while ago they've covered up the grate coming off of turn four. With what? Well, apparently they moved it over so you don't have to hit the grate anymore. Oh. Coming off of turn four. I was about to say, you know, hitting that grate, they probably put dirt down there. You know, just, <laughs> well, I don't talk bad about them because it's a great facility. I just don't like the track. <laughs> And and you're not the only one, right? Like I said, our points leader this weekend is going there. Doesn't like the track. Let's move on yeah. to other track business. This week, Eddie Shoemaker announced Mobile International Speedway back in action, July 17th. Pro late models, trucks, sportsmen, super stocks, and legacy stocks. How big is that? It's big. It's big. You know, uh, I wish him a lot of luck. I know he's got a, a lot of work ahead of him to try to get that place back to where it needs to be. Uh, really, 
really glad a guy like Eddie Shoemaker came along to to try to keep that that place going. Uh, and and I, I don't think, and, and this is a much larger scale, but for people that live in Mobile, Eddie Shoemaker taking over that track to me is like Dale Earnhardt Jr. basically taking over North Wilkesboro. Revamp the whole place. I think that Eddie Shoemaker is about to do the same thing at Mobile International Speedway. At least I hope so, and I couldn't be happier. Uh, you know, the plan, and you're familiar with the drag strip next door, and he's completely redone it, including the racing service next door. And he says he's going to take it one day at a time and just go to work and start working. And I think when you say Eddie Shoemaker's name, nobody will ever say that you're not talking about a hard worker. Yeah, yeah, he's definitely, uh, I don't know his his whole story, but the little bit that I do know, he uh, he definitely is a hard worker. I'm sure he probably came with very, came uh, when he was younger, had very little, and he's made an empire. So really good, really really happy. A guy like Eddie Shoemaker is taking over the speedway. Like I said, I just compared him to Dale Jr. So that tells you how excited I am about it. <laughs> <laughs> this weekend uh, we had Grant Thompson on the show a little while ago. Pro late models in action at Five Flags on Friday night. Grant's going to do double duty. You've turned a lot of laps at Pensacola, but I don't ever remember you doing double duty over there. Did you did I, did you run two kind of cars in one night? No, I could have never made it. You know, that was back in my <laughs> heavy heavy drinking days. I would have never been able to do two. <laughs> <laughs> you, you mean your drinking was worse than it is now? Come on, man. You just got to let me go with it. You got to let me go with it. <laughs> I, w- I was giving Grant a hard time. He drives for his dad, which you know what that's like, and he also drives for William Wombles, who you've been around in the pit area. I said, man, two of the toughest guys in motorsports to work for. How do you handle it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's funny you bring that up because uh, we found ourselves this weekend watching Dance Moms with Elizabeth and there I was saying, this is the Tommy Prater of dancing right here. <laughs> and there was this lady saying this stuff to this nine-year-old, and I'm like, good Lord, this is like deja vu. <laughs> oh, man, that's not true. Yeah. Hey, I'm going to let you take yours. It's like you let me take mine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bud. We'll talk to you next week. Yes, sir. That's the moose. That means that's our show. Thank you for joining us this evening. Appreciate Dylan Lee, Jeff Striegel, Grant Thompson stepping in to preview this weekend for us. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'll be at Sunny South Raceway on Saturday night, filling in at Bill Roth. I'll be at Pensacola on Friday night. We can't wait to have all this great racing this weekend. Everybody have an awesome week.